This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm excited to have Kimberly Eck on with us today. Kimberly is the wife of Jason Eck of South Dakota State University. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me on, Kristen. You are very involved in the American Football Coaches Wives Association. Um, you were there. We met at the convention. You did some public speaking there on the panel and, and maintained their social media. So when did you become a part, and how have you seen the organization help you personally? I've been on the board of directors for the AFCWA for about a year now, uh, but I've been a member for several years. The AFCWA was actually one of the very first groups that I became a part of as a football wife. Um, to me, it's just a camaraderie that truly supports coaches' wives and all different levels of football. I really am just so grateful to have uh, met so many amazing women because of it. And what types of things did you do when you were at the convention? I know you're probably tired because it's so much fun, but what things were kind of rewarding part about it? For me personally, I just love connecting with wives that I've you know met from previous schools and then meeting new wives. But I was also in charge of a fashion show, which I ran. Um, and obviously I just love to see old friends and meet new friends and it's just a great experience. Now you have your own blog called Beauty, Babes and Ball. Uh, What was the driving force in creating a blog? This will probably make you laugh, but uh, I actually started my blog a few years ago, uh, surrounded by a sea of moving boxes. There you go. Um, so, (laughs) So I guess you could say that was a little bit of my inspiration, I guess I just wanted to to write posts that would give other coaches' wives something to relate to, uh, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, going through a move or a, tr- a transition. So that's basically the ball behind Beauty, beauty Babes and Ball. Um, the beauty part is having worked for years in cosmetics, and I also have a fashion marketing degree. Um, and the babes is just my life as a mom, the crazy life with four boys um, and all that comes with having four boys. A very, very fun life, probably hectic at times. Now let's go back a few years back and tell me how you met Jason Eck. Jason and I met um, in college in Madison, Wisconsin. He was a GA for the Badgers when I was finishing up my fashion marketing degree. Um, it's probably not surprising um, at all that being originally from Wisconsin that I met him at a, like a local bar restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just kept talking to him until he asked me for my number. Um, And then funny enough, I do remember saying to him uh, the night, that night that I met him, that he chewed gum like a coach. And (laughs) honestly, not, I honestly didn't even know at the time um, that he was a graduate assistant at Wisconsin. So that was kind of a funny story about us. (laughs) And then how long did you all date? We were together a year and then married the following year. So yeah, and we actually will be celebrating our will be 17 years wow. in June. That's impressive. Wow. And then you've had plenty of stops along the way. So Wisconsin, Colorado, Idaho, Ball State, to name a few. What memories stand out as some of the best in this 16-year career? You know, the one thing that I'll say um, that I really feel when I think of like the whole 16 years um, and there's that like saying that people say like bumpy roads lead to smoother paths. Um, and this is 
you know, this probably might not be the best, but I think as a younger coach's wife, I really took transitions really personally. Um, I kind of felt like, oh, they, you know, they think my husband's a bad coach and I really took them to heart. Um, so now when I like reflect and kind of look back um, at like the 16 years and think of those roads, um, I think, you know, we wouldn't be at a place, a great place like South Dakota State without having to go through some of those ups and downs along the way. Um, but probably to me, uh, like the best memories is that I have had four beautiful boys um, that were born in four different states. Very cool. Um, like typical, like typical true uh, coaches kiddos. Um, so those four boys are truly some of my greatest memories uh, to look back on. Two of my boys actually were, they were actually born in the football season, which I know a lot of coaches wives will say, oh my gosh, that was poor planning. Uh, but for me, I think there is nothing uh, better than holding that snuggly little baby at a football game. <laughs> and now and for me, those years are over. It's so sad when they've moved on to a different state. No. You've been at all these different levels of football. Has it changed at all as your coach's wife when, when you see the different levels of football? Is there different demands at each level or is it all pretty much the same? You know, for me, I think it's different, but it's the same. I guess that, that doesn't even make sense. But like in all levels, you build relationships with all the, you know, the kids. I would say like with us moving around a lot, um, when you're only at a place that a, for a year, and we've had like a transition, it's hard to really stay connected and feel connected. Um, but, you know, I have like really happy memories of like, we were at a uh, division two school in Mankato um, and they were called the Mavericks. Um, and we actually, you know, we had come from a place where we were let go after a year after having, you know, a losing season. And from that place, you know, my husband became, he was the offensive coordinator and we went to the division two national championship game. Wow. And, you know, we, we actually didn't win that game, but um, I think, you know, we actually got pregnant with my, my son Maverick at that game. So we were the Mavericks there. So we decided to name him Maverick. (laughs) So I told my husband, well, we didn't get the trophy, but we really got the best kind of trophy. So (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Now, games can be tough for coaches' wives, you know, the the comments that are said in the stadium or maybe outside or social media. How do you manage to keep your cool during a game when fans are around you? Uh, Could be critical of some play calling. What are tips for some of the other wives? That's a really good question. Uh, I, you know, I think I actually wrote about some of those fans in a blog post last season, actually. I try and take fans like that um, in all honesty with a, with a grain of salt. Um, You know, I don't think they spend the hours that our husbands work week after week coming up with a game plan. And I can pretty much bet it's probably a lot easier to coach in a stadium chair or maybe even a couch than it is actually on a football field. So I just kind of like take it with a grain of salt. I, I just choose to ignore as much as I kind of, with it. What about your children? Mine are a lot younger. I have a seven-year-old, six-year-old, and two-year-old, but yours are older, so they understand things like that. They understand comments, but also positive things as well. So how do you use these things as tools to talk to your kids about winning and losing? Because it's just, you know, it's it's your everyday life, but it's an, a great opportunity. I would say we're really fortunate right now because, you know, being at South Dakota State, we had a pretty good record last season. 
so we didn't have to deal with a lot of that um, around us. Um, there is, I will say, we have one rivalry game that I refuse to take my two younger sons to only because I know it can get pretty ugly. And I just don't feel like they're mature enough to be able to handle that. So I guess that's just kind of how I, I handle it. Um, and I know my, you know my two older sons are in middle school and high school. And so, so they understand that more. Um, but I just don't want, you know, any, you know, I don't want my kids to be sweared at or any kind of, you know, in, in a bad situation where I don't feel like comfortable, comfortable for them to be in. I heard you speak of this at a different, uh, on a different podcast. And I, I just loved what you said on there. And so I just kind of wanted you to say, talk about it on my podcast as well. But, you know, this is moving season a lot for coaches and families. And um, you have older children. And so I think it's harder once they understand. So do you have any tips on uh, communicating moves to those middle and high school children, even elementary school as well? One thing I'll say is Jason and I have really tried to remain positive about our with our children. Um, I really believe that kids are resilient and can pick up on how you're feeling. Uh, you're just the reactions about having to move. Um, we've treated a lot of our moves kind of like a new adventure with, you know, being able to see new places. Um, my husband always talks about how, like, the second we move, we have to, like, buy them gear. You know, it just gets them fired up and ready to go. Um, I will say, uh, <laughs> I've joked privately over the years with my husband that we really don't need to go on vacations. We just move. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I really feel like that's the case. But uh, I do think, I, I do think though, um, it gets a little harder when your children are in that middle school, high school level. Um, so we really have to think a lot about our kids when it comes to making any kind of decision about a job, um, or even when it comes to what time of year we're going to move, whether it be, you know, right, you know, during the winter time, or do we move, um, in the summer? What do you think has been kind of the most surprising thing about the life of a coach's wife that you just didn't know? I mean, you've been married the whole time. You didn't come in. Uh, later so I mean you you dated and you married him right away so what do you think is you just didn't know as a fan of college football maybe growing up um, and to looking at it now on the other side what do you think stands out as well I just had no idea that's that's something I did not anticipate you know I would actually say the most surprising thing about the life of a coach's wife is really how much we have to juggle and I guess I, I probably didn't know um that as much um and I know my friends outside of this football life are like are, they're really often shocked when they find out like for me that football really never ends I can speak for many coaches wives I know um, when I say that I've asked more than if I've been asked like a number of times like what what does your husband do after the season which like literally drives me crazy when people ask that question. <laughs> right. and usually I have to fill them in about like the recruiting, we, they recruit in the fall and winter, spring, you know, football followed by spring recruiting and then all the camps. I mean, the camps go, you know, through the summer. Um, so to me, I, I think, you know, when I met my husband, I didn't realize like how much I would have to really juggle. Um, but basically I was just thrown into it and I've been handling it ever since. <laughs> There's so much time they spend away. What things do you like to do during that time when you don't have them around? For me, I, you know, 
first of all, I have four boys, so it's pretty easy for me uh, <laughs> to stay busy. And I think this question is pretty fitting because my husband actually is on the road right now mm-hmm. um, recruiting. Um, but having four boys that are 16, 14, 8, and 3, it's, like I said, pretty easy for me to, to keep busy. Um, I bounce around a lot to all their activities. Uh, but honestly, I I love just staying at home with them and enjoying like a movie, having a movie night together. Um, and you know what, when my husband's gone, um, I hope this doesn't make me, doesn't make me sound like a homebody, but I just like my alone time and being mm-hmm. by myself and all my kids are in bed and just like maybe reading a book and like putting on a mud mask, having like a mani petty <laughs> right. and just enjoying alone time. And even maybe even just working on my blog and just having like peace and quiet. What do you enjoy most about being a coach's wife? You know what? I just love with every move, with every move, we always have like a football family. And I think I've been lucky enough because we've moved around a lot that I've gathered some really, really great friends um, with every place we've lived. And it's really because of football. Um, I'd say another thing I love about being a coach's wife um, is just how passionate my husband is, you know, about being a coach. Um, I love to watch his energy on game day. Um, I love seeing him get fired up and I always love getting um, a big kiss from him after a win. <laughs> and I'm sure your children really love being a part of him. It's just a unique, I can't imagine growing up as a coach's kid. I mean, did you grow up as a coach's oh, kid? Oh, no, I didn't. And my husband actually, his dad was um, a college basketball coach Really, and I grew up yeah, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, my whole life. So, you know, it's crazy for me to like, I always thought, oh, I want to move around someday. And here I am now, like moving around. <laughs> I moved around a lot. <laughs> but I'll say like, our kids love this life. But I do think it's all how, you know, we treat it. We, I mean, it's our life and we love it. Um, and even when our sons, you know, when they know that like the players are coming over to our house for dinner, I mean, they're fired up. They love it. So do you cook for the players? I do. <laughs> Don't eat. I have a big black suburban and literally the whole back of the suburban is filled with groceries. So <laughs> I love it. So you're home making some things. Yes. I Nothing is bought from the store. I make it all. Yes. You're my kind of girl. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's me. I'm like, well, if I'm going to have them in my house, I'm not going to have store-bought lasagna. I mean, I can at least. Exactly. Come on. I know. I feel like. I mean, I feel like they're like my sons, so I want to treat them like it should be a family, like loving experience. So, and doesn't your husband coach offensive line? He does. So I have literally twenty some big guys every summer that come to our house, and sometimes we've done it in the spring too. But usually, we just try and do it in the summer before um, before the season starts. But literally, I mean, it's so cute too because they will literally. Like I'll have on a game or something going on downstairs or maybe like a football movie and they go right outside and like shoot hoops with my son. I have like croquet out and like cornhole and they're doing it all. I love it. And they're so grateful, aren't they? Oh, so sweet. I think there's nothing sweeter than an offensive lineman. (laughs) I completely agree. They're the kindest. And I think they are. And they have the toughest job on the field. I really do think that. But And they're the... But they're like big teddy bears. See, that's why I married one. <laughs> me too, me too. I'm like, amazing. <laughs> they're the total unsung heroes. I love it. Yeah. 
I think how this industry is so unique is because everybody cares about what they do. It's a good thing. It can also be a bad thing. You know, if your husband's applying for a job at a company and, and he doesn't get it, or if he does get it and, and nobody knows, but in college football, it's all over everywhere or their wins are on the news and their losses are on the news. You know, it's just so public. What type of advice do you try to give Jason during the highs and the lows of, of these uh, moments? I feel like my number one job is just to be there for my husband. Um, so with that said, you know, I just really need to be supportive of him. I try and listen to him and if he wants advice, I'm happy to help. But I would definitely say I try to listen to support him, not just listen to like respond to him, if that makes sense. Um, and I just try and be there for him whenever he needs to vent or talk about anything. What do you think the most rewarding aspect of all of this is? I mean, is it those relationships with players that you guys have your house or winning or what stands out? It's just, you go, I'm so glad we do this. That's a really, really, really good question. Um, you know what, Kristen, I, I, I guess for me, there's like probably like a number of things that I feel about it, but I really feel blessed that my family has been able to see really a lot of beautiful places because of football. Um, I also think it's just been rewarding to have so many relationships from the football life, uh, just from like players, you know, we talked about like having them over for, you know, dinners and to their families, coaches, wives, their families. Um, we even like spent our last 4th of July with my husband's uh, former players family. So I think that's just a really special thing about this football life is just um, building and having those kinds of relationships. Okay. I've got some fast five questions for you. You ready? <laughs> ready. Okay. What is something people would be surprised to know about you? Well, if you follow me on social media, you probably already know this, but um, for those, you know, I, I'm an extremely superstitious coach's wife, <laughs> like extremely <laughs> Okay, do explain. <laughs> I laugh about this, but I have this like system where whenever I make a treat for the players and we win, I keep the treat going like every week. So, you know, I like, photograph the treat I send it with my husband the same day make it the same day like it's, it's a system and another thing that I always do is I wash my car before all the home games which it's actually seems it's ridiculous because I have a suburban and I hand wash the car which is it's, that's a lot of work that's a lot of work um but I that keep is. it going and then when in South Dakota when it gets too cold I have to you know take it to a car wash um, and literally, this is like the funniest story ever, but one of our last uh, home games, it literally was like a snow globe blizzard. And there I am pulling into the car, <laughs> the car wash. <laughs> and the guy at the car wash kind of looked at me like I was nuts. I think he's doing some kind of maintenance. And literally, I like laughed. I laughed with another coach's wife and just said like, okay, the village, you know, the village crazy ladies <laughs> washing your car today. So, um, oh my those, are, gosh. those are just two things, but there's plenty more that I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Who are the last three people you've called? That's really easy because I have two sons that actually were at away sports. Um, and then I just actually, before I talked to you, um, was on my, was on the phone with my husband. He's on the road recruiting right now. So it would be my husband. Uh, and then my two older sons, Quentin and Jackson. Okay. 
favorite band? You know what? This might be another surprising fact about me, but I love Post Malone. So okay. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? Um, I'm not even sure if this would qualify as fast food. And I will like, li- I love literally like most fast food, but I love noodles and company. Yeah, it's really good. They have a Wisconsin mac and cheese and I'm from Wisconsin. It's hands down the best mac and cheese I've ever had. (laughs) I'm definitely trying it then. What's your favorite TV show? So this is really easy for me because I'm a huge Bravo fan and um, I like literally any Real Housewives that they have, like any and all Real Housewives. They need to have like real coaches' wives. Right. I've said that to my husband. Like, and I think they need to have it on different levels. Like, they need to have, you know, high school coaches' wives, D2, D3, on every level so that, you know, I, I personally would be watching that every season. <laughs> I would too. Someone needs to launch it. They need to follow you around for sure because I think you have to handle things that we don't have to handle in the South with your weather. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we have a winter advisory right now. <laughs> but like going to games. I will say when we were um, in, uh, when we were at the RG2 school in Mankato, I'll never forget our, um, he was three at the time, but he was eight now, our son Palmer. After the game, he said to, to my husband, just like this, daddy, I like when the games are warm. <laughs> I like when the games are warm. <laughs> and he was. You know, it was just so sweet and innocent. Um, And I just thought that was really, really cute because they stuck it out through the whole game. I mean, we went in at halftime to his office to warm up. But let me tell you, you have a lot of layers. You have to have hand warmers. I mean, you have to, I have two big, giant, like, football bags filled filled with things just to keep us warm throughout the game. And I, I will say I'm pretty lucky to say because my husband's office, overlooks the stadium so when we do get too cold we can always you know head head in that direction y'all are still tougher than us i'm just gonna say we don't have to deal with quite that much i'm always like oh that last game of the year we better find some hand warmers i wonder if they sell that at walmart i don't know we'll have to find it Well, this has been so much fun, Kimberly. I really appreciate you sharing your stories with us, your fun, superstitious things, and your wisdom. Thanks for being a part of our show today. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. You can follow Kimberly on Twitter at BeautyBabesBall and check out our blog at www.BeautyBabesAndBall.com. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Live podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.